Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, you know. I'm just saying, that would be realistic, though, if you, if you travel game day. I think if, if, if there was a player that could do it, Zach would be in that, in that group of players that could do it. I think some of us are just a little confused about the timeline because of the five days and then the testing and then the two tests, the 24-hour period. So technically, I guess he tested positive on Saturday then. Is that how it worked? I'm not here for you. I'm not your timeline guy. Uh, I think it was Saturday. Uh, it was in the morning because uh, um, I saw Jim shortly after it happened. So, um, so that's when you know. Whenever we placed him in the protocol, obviously the testing was was that day. Well, what day did you guys find out? Saturday. Okay. Well, today's Friday. We found out Sunday, but it's Saturday. I think he tested yeah. positive Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, but it's an in-season Friday today, so I, it's, I have no idea what day you're talking about. I don't know what day you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. How did he look? I thought he practiced well. Um, I thought, you know, the two days in a row now, I thought he put together two you know, really good back-to-back -back practices. Donovan looking good, too? Yeah, Donovan had a full, he had a full dose yesterday, so... Uh, we'll see how he you know, responds. Everything so far, you know, looks good. We're going to do the mock game today, but um, you know, Dono took the majority of the reps. He didn't go every snap, but he took a, a full slate of reps yesterday. Back on Leo, is the stinger gone, or he just playing through it? Well, I mean, it's gone. I mean, it's you know, we, we wouldn't he would never pass the physical to come back. You know, the doctor had to release him, had to clear him, based on his based on his neck. Yeah, it's so not initial, he just playing through his pain or whatever. Correct. Yeah. If you go back to uh, in-person meetings and all that stuff today. Yes, we're full slate back to no, you know, normal meetings today. If there's a silver lining coach, does it help at all that he got Connor McGovern? Let me clarify that he got the eight starts last year and got a lot of preseason reps. I think clearly Connor's ready to go. Um, you know, he finished strong last year and really has had a challenge. You know, bouncing back and forth uh, all, all training camp through left guard and right guard. So, but. You know, it gives him a chance to settle in with all the reps this week. So, um, but yeah, I, I think his experience last year definitely helps him. How does it handle? help? To, oh, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, again, finding another silver lining, does it help at least that you got this runway for Connor McGovern, finding out when you did about Zach Morton, as opposed to finding out, say, Tuesday or Wednesday? Well, definitely. I, I think anytime you have a chance to give a player who's going to be starting on short notice, you know, all the reps and, you know, just. You know, we were t technically today's Friday, um, and then you know he, he had both you know sets of reps both Wednesday and Thursday. So um, he's had a chance to exercise all the segments of the game plan. So yeah, he'll be ready to go. How are you handling your captains uh, this year? Same as last year. We'll be three three game day captains selected each week. Why do you do it that way? Why not have just one set of guys the entire time? I think I think leadership is not just you know leadership opportunity is not just really directed towards you know potentially three people. I, I think every man in the locker room has a leadership responsibility, and, and I think the, the the way as you know, the way I've always looked at it from a head coach perspective, how many how many how many opportunities can you create to develop leadership? So, and I think the fact of being a captain is it's a huge deal. Um, if you just would see. The way the players respond to it in the Saturday night meeting will be the Thursday morning meeting this week. But the way they respond to it, and you know, and it, and it means something. You know, it means something to get that picture taken. You know, before the you know the flip of the coin, and um, you know, it's it's just the way I've always done it. And I, I think it's it's the right way to do it because it spreads the responsibility, the recognition, the importance 
uh, throughout your football team. Do you ever mindful of if you pick a guy that players are like, they pick that guy? Like, really, that should be the captain? No, I, I don't see that as a... When you look at a guy like Tom Brady, who's in his 22nd year, says he still feels like he's in year two and throwing like he's in his 20s, studying a guy like that in his game, what stands out on tape at this point in his career? I think it's a great example of how you have to be. I mean, it's a, it's a great game. Uh, we talked about it some in the team meeting today and just you know, how unfortunate uh, we all are to be part of it. On whatever level, you know. Most importantly, the players. I mean, the the opportunity to to play in in front of a stadium that's there to cheer the competition. You know, regardless of what side of the sideline you're on. So, uh, there's definitely a youthfulness that has to exist to be successful. And I think he's in a as good as an example if there ever was ever was one that come that, that has played the game or any sport of of, of way you need to to go about it. And um, and I, I think it's you know he exudes that. With uh, you know every time he lines up, so very consistent. I think it's a big part of his continued success. Ty was limited in practice. Any concerns about Ty for uh, Thursday night? No, uh, I think he's good to go. Yep. You mentioned that the Thursday morning is that how you kind of alter your schedule for night games, where you'll have your team meeting on Thursday mornings? Correct. Yes. What's the What's the worst part of a night game? Is it just trying to get? It's to a the long day. Up? Yeah, I mean the worst part of. Night game is a long day. I, it's important in night games to, you know, activate everybody. You know, get everybody up. You know, get, move them around. We have we have special team. We we'll have a special teams meeting, an O and D, you know, walk through, and then finish with a team meeting. So, um, I think it's no different than. It's all based off of you know how you practice within 24 other games. You know, everything's calculated. So, and this is a challenging schedule because we do play a number of different uh, times and, and days. You know, we. We go what Thursday, well Thursday, Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Sunday to start the year. So you know, getting into routine, creating leg regularity is something I think we all try to achieve with our team. And so the, the the ability to have the launch practice coincide with the final meeting, you know, that's something that's all calculated. What's been your process with Dak Prescott and Kellen Moore when you're looking at tape, you're putting in plays? Like, what does that look like in a game week for you three? Well, I mean, the biggest thing is, I mean, Kellen's running the offense, you know, and I, I think I go back to when I was hired. I mean, it was a big decision. Uh, and it's a great opportunity that he has, but uh, to, to call it, you have to install it. And, and that's something that um, I have to, having a chance to step away and, and look at it. So, you know, make no bones. Kellen's running the offense. I think him and the staff in year two is, you know, I think they've hit their stride. You know, you can see the way they, you know, go through the game plan process and so forth. And, you know, Dak had had some free time to um, work, you know, ahead on on Tampa. So there were some one-on-one -on -one conversations, you know, between the three. Uh, you know, just more the outlook of it. But at the end of the day, if you're if you, I'm, this is where I, this is what I believe in. And as an offensive coordinator, you know, I've always worked for a defensive head coach, and then obviously worked for myself uh, for a number of years. But yeah, I think you have to believe in. You know the process of, of the game planning, and because if you don't, you know if you don't install it, you don't believe in it, you're really not going to call it in a in game. And I, I think that connection between the play caller and the quarterback is is the most important relationship. And I think Kellen and Dak do a great job of that. As a, as a head coach, you you want to get off to a fast start and a good start, but you also talk about building over the course of the season. How do you kind of balance that? And it, it's a little different in each year. Like I mean, this year you haven't had a lot of time on task offensively, so yeah. you might. Have different 
slightly different expectations for the start of where that is? Or? Well, I think you really got to just cut it up. You know, number one, you got to do whatever the hell it takes to win the game. So, I mean, you know, regardless of who you're playing, where you're playing, you know, your first win on the road is I always thought, thought was a, a threshold you wanted to get over uh, as quickly as possible because road wins are t- clearly tougher than home wins. So, uh, you know, I, I think the the fact of, you know, how, how you prepare for that is, is the most important thing. And like today, you know, on our schedule, this is fast and furious Friday, you know, so our whole focus is on fa- the fast start and the furious finish. So we'll spend, a, a, you know, a whole lot of time, you know, on how the game's going to start and, and, and num- you know, a number of reps, you know, I think there's going to be psh- 30 reps of the, you know, the 80-man jog through today is going to be on the, the final segments of the game. So, you know, I, I believe in you know what you put into things is what you get out of it. Uh, we spent an incredible amount of time on the final, you know, plays and things and situations in games. We felt that was clearly coming out of last year. We needed to improve, and and I, I like where we are as a team there. And and I think like any game, you just want you want to get off to you want, you want to get off to a fast start. So, um, you know, you look at it. Between the start of the game, the first 15 plays at each side, and into the final two minutes, I mean, it, that's really 30 percent, 35 percent of the football game. Yeah, so, um, and so just trying to make those focal points tight and and have our guys, you know, clear-minded and you know, neutral thinking, uh, just to get out there and play. You said do whatever you can to win. Is that one reason why the other day you basically all but ruled Martin out, and now just a wiggle room that you know he could play. Uh, that, 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 I'm not tying those two together. I mean, it's a good story. Can't wait to read it. But uh, no, I mean, no, no, I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm, no. I, I'm, trust me, I walk in there trying not to create storylines. That's, no, that's no, for sure. But uh, no, I just, no, I just think with Zach, you know, and this protocol is new for you know. I know this is year two, but you know, we're 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 still you know, you know, Jim Myers on the conference calls, and we're you know we, we get the feedback and you know where we are, and you know, it's it's stuff still a little bit of a moving target, so. Um, I don't think Zach's going to play in the game, you know. But in the same breath, I'm just I'm just following the guidelines of the of the protocol. Throughout training camp and the preseason, where have you seen the most growth from Isaac Alarcon? The most improvement? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'll, I'll say this: moving him inside's really helped him. You know, I think he's a lot more comfortable at guard than tackle. I think if he was if he was standing, he'd tell you the same. So that that part is uh, has has made made it easier for him, and I think. You know, as a young player, like all the young guys, and you know, it's, it's, you know, it's it's tough training because you're trying to play two positions, you're trying to learn the special teams and all that. So, I think anytime you can, you know, tighten your window of focus, it'll, it'll help anybody. So, I think that's clearly helped him. Um, he's done a great job. I mean, clearly, you know what he's done in the weight room from last year to this year. I mean, he's 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 in great shape, and you know, he's he just continued the climb of. Getting familiar, and you know, from a technical standpoint, everything he's asked to do. So, playing with a lot more confidence. Coach Connor McGovern, obviously, played center some in college, yeah. but primarily he's been a guard. This camp is that just the mindset of a young player at this time, letting focus at the guard position? Well, I mean, you have to look at you know, you're allowed to have you're going to have eight players up on the offensive line. So, you know, within that rotation, um, you definitely want to have a third center. So, so Connor is definitely someone that's. You know, potentially the third center in the game. So I mean, it's you know you you you're always focusing on the you know your interior players because you know your centers have to train as guards and vice versa because just from a communication standpoint. So um, because they they all make the you know 
the same line calls. And particularly when you get into loud stadiums, the guard the guards have a responsibility that to help the centers or you know vice versa. So that that group's all trained the same way. And, and you know you know as far as his ability to play center, it's just you know we. There's only so many snaps and reps, uh, so you know there's a lot of individual time that goes into that, both for both Connor, for both Connors. So, um, so yeah, I think he's his experience, um, you know, college and, and last year, you know, he's definitely a lot more experienced than he was this time last year for this opportunity at right guard, and you know, and hopefully we it won't get to him to play center. Do you anticipate making some practice squad call-ups like you've done? I mean, it's an option. Yeah, you know, that's what uh, you know. We have a staff meeting today. We'll, we'll just kind of like our final review is how we feel like we're going to start the game. And just as I've already stated, we'll work on the end of the game. But you know, we'll have a staff meeting afterwards, and then we'll just kind of put it all on the table and have a good idea. And actually, then Will McClay and I will meet uh, later later in the afternoon to just talk about the proposed you know, forty-eight. So I've always waited to this point to get it. And then you know, with the Saturday practices, you know, you got to you got to get through the Saturday practice too. Coach, you said that this feels like in some ways you're one for you. So how anxious are you personally to get to this game on Thursday? Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited because it's, you know, it is our first game. I think the environment that we're getting ready to play in is is always fun. Um, so, uh, you know, in, in it feels like, you know, the first real game because, you know, you just, you know, last year was just such a, you know, mismatch of, of things uh, leading up to the, leading up to the season. So, um, I think clearly we're so much better prepared this year than we were last year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.